Dr. Jackie Borman, and this is the Purdue Dairy Digest. On this episode of the Dairy Digest, we will talk about some new calf research that may change the way we are currently managing calves. Recently, I had the opportunity to listen to Dr. Michael Steele present some of the research he is conducting on calf nutrition and management. One of the research questions he is asking is if there is a difference in immunity between calves that are bottle-fed colostrum compared to calves tubed their first feeding of colostrum. If we think about the anatomy of a dairy calf, the esophageal groove diverts colostrum past the rumen, allowing it to reach the small intestine quicker, whereas calves that are tubed colostrum, the colostrum first goes into the rumen and has to pass through the rumen prior to immunoglobulins being absorbed in the small intestine. However, Dr. Steele found that there were no differences in circulating immunoglobulins between calves that were bottle-fed versus tubed colostrum. He recommends that if feeding calves colostrum is a challenge on farms, tubing of colostrum is highly recommended. We currently believe that colostrum should be fed as quickly as possible because absorption of immunoglobulins decreases over time. And there are graphs that I have used to teach students about apparent absorption of of immunoglobulins that show a decrease in the ability of the calf to absorb immunoglobulins over time, with very little absorption occurring after 12 hours of birth. Dr. Steele compared feeding calves their first feeding of colostrum immediately after birth and 6 or 12 hours after birth, so there were three treatments. There were no differences in circulating immunoglobulins between calves fed 6 or 12 hours after birth, but both were reduced compared to calves fed immediately after birth. There may be extended capacity to absorb immunoglobulins past 6 hours, and related research has found benefits to feeding colostrum or transition milk for several days, as it reduces disease incidences and increases growth in calves. Although this may present some labor and facility challenges on farms, feeding colostrum and transition milk more closely mimics what would happen in nature, and there are several components in colostrum that we don't really understand their function in a dairy calf, but would likely be very important. When calves are given free choice milk, they may consume up to three gallons of milk per day by four days of age. Calves at this age are not consuming any starter grain, and even if it is offered, they're not going to be eating enough to contribute to their energy balance. With our current systems of feeding calves, they may only be receiving a third of what they are capable of drinking per day. This will reduce growth potential and also make them more susceptible to disease because of reduced energy stores. There are labor and economic considerations for increasing the amount of milk consumed, but biologically animals would consume many more smaller meals than they do in our conventionally managed dairy calves today. The next area of research was related to weaning of calves. How we wean calves should be dependent on how they are fed. If calves are on a high milk consumption diet, an abrupt weaning strategy may cause that slump in growth and increase in disease at weaning. To ensure a smoother transition, Dr. Steele recommends gradual weaning or a step-down approach to encourage more starter intake and avoid the slump at weaning. Dr. Steele notes that early weaning, while it may have short-term economic benefits, the calf rumen is rarely mature enough to be transitioned to an all-grain diet by six weeks of age. Evidence of challenges around weaning can be observed by reduced gains, Increases in fecal starch and feces that has bubbles indicating fermentation in the large intestines. Dr. Steele has focused 
his research program on calves and is expanding our understanding of how to best manage calves in order to optimize both growth and health. If you are a subscriber to the podcast, can you do us a favor and rate us in iTunes? If you're not a subscriber, become one today, and you can listen to this podcast at your own time. Thank you.